Today we're talking about five things not to do when you get a new student in your youth ministry. Hey, if this is your first time joining us, welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast. My name is Jeff Lascola, and this is... Kristen Lascola. And we come before you, youth pastors, youth directors, and youth ministers, or anybody working in youth ministry, really. Or volunteers. Or volunteers. They kind of are pastors. That's true. With weekly tips and tactics to help you amplify the impact, grow your youth ministries, and increase the overall health. So today, what we're going to talk about is something I know a lot of all the aforementioned titles we gave, youth pastor, youth minister, et cetera, are wanting to know about new students. And it's kind of like, what's the best practices for bringing them in? But there are some things that you want to avoid doing with new students, correct? Yeah, of course. So there's always like the two sides of the coin. And we've talked a lot about what to do. Today, we're going to talk about what not to do when you have a new student, because These are all that I have been there, done that, made these mistakes. (laughs) We've we've defined dumb tax before on this. These are the ones I've paid the dumb tax for. And I'm going to pass that tax on to you for free. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. You can't tax tax someone for free. (laughs) All right. So number one, my biggest rookie mistake when it came to new students was do not point them out. (laughs) (laughs) Put a spotlight on them and all that. It's so pathetic. Okay. And here's what I used to do. New student would come in and I would start like our whole thing. And they'd be like, all right. Oh, Hey, you're new. Go ahead. (laughs) I can't even say it. It's Introduce so yourself. Cringy. What school do you go to? Yeah. What's your middle name? What's your name? And what school do you go to? What grade are you in? And then I would throw kind of a fun question in there. Maybe I've talked about this before, but what's your favorite ride at Disneyland? You know, <laughs> and they'd be like, I don't know. And I'd be like, what? Okay, well, how about what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? You know, so I thought, wow, we're being so friendly and welcoming and getting to know you. But here's the problem with pointing people out. One is obvious. Some people don't want to be pointed out. And think about yourself visiting a new church. You don't want to be pointed out. So that's the first thing is like, I remember you and I went to a new church once and we were trying it out and it was like, all at once, everyone like turned and yeah, looked at us so walking awkward. in. And I was like, this will be the one and only time we will be here because it was so <laughs> weird being acknowledged for being new because not only does it make the person feel uncomfortable, but number two, why you don't want to do that is because you look a little pathetic, like oh, we've got a new person. <laughs> like, is this a really rare, exciting occurrence for Everybody you? Everybody be on your best behavior because we got a new student. Yeah. And I feel like now I will scan the room, even if I know there's only one new person. I'll just scan the room and be like, hey, and if you're new today and you don't have a small group, come see me and I'll put you in a small group. I'll help you get to where you need to go. You know, that kind of thing. So I, I would say bypass that if your ministry is like three, four or five kids. Yeah. <laughs> just 
just go up to them when they're when they're comfortable and, and say like, something I go, similar. So I need to be clear. I acknowledge them. Like I'll go up and meet not, them. but you're not talking about from up at front. Exactly, on stage. not from the front, not up on stage. Don't make them a spectacle. Don't yeah. make them introduce themselves. Like what I do now is I'll be like, hey. I don't think we've met. What's your name? And I don't even like to say like, have you been here before? Right. I just like to say, Hey, I don't think we've met. That's good. What's your name? Oh, my name's Josh. Hey, Josh, what grade are you in? Seventh. What school do you go to? Potter. Oh, cool. There's a lot of kids from Potter here. I bet you'll know a lot of people. And if they want me to show them around, like if I could tell they don't know really where to go or what mm -hmm. to do, I'll be like, Hey, do you want me to show you where everyone's at? They're like down at the snack shack and I'll show you where we meet once program starts. And so I'll walk them around. But on a Sunday morning, that's usually a, a midweek program thing because yeah. our locations are all over the place. But Sunday morning, it's just we're in the junior high room. So I'll just say, hey, we have free donuts over there. Feel free to grab one. You can play video games or air hockey, whatever you want until we start. And then I'll kind of leave them alone right. and then I'll kind of check on them and then I'll get into what I do later on. But I just feel like a lot of people don't, they want to be acknowledged in terms of hello, but they don't want to be acknowledged overly. Like right. we got a new person. Right. We have a whole song and dance because this is so exciting. <laughs> it just makes you look pathetic, you know? So, and I think that there's the type of kid that wants to be, like recognized they will let you know <laughs> in many ways True. but it's safer to not you know not point them out because of the introverts and those i think there's also some kids that like maybe a year into it they become like the class clown and they're wild and crazy but maybe that first few weeks or even months totally. it's like i really am just kind of adjusting and we're to all like everything. that yeah you got to watch out for the ones that are comfortable immediately that's what i always said there <laughs> yes you would always say that i'd be like oh my gosh this new kid blah blah, blah. he was like already running around like right. messing with me like i think we're good friends and you would always be like that's a bad sign yeah. <laughs> like if he's that comfortable already just wait until he's totally like, <laughs> All right. Well, number two, a big mistake with new people is failing to get their information. Mm. So I think this is so important that you, okay. And here's the hard thing with junior hires. This is a classic example. I even had it happen at church yesterday. A kid comes in his, I think it was his grandma walks him in and I said, Hey, I have an info card that I need you to fill out. Do you know your information or should she fill it out? And he goes, no, I know my information. I'm like, awesome. Grandma leaves. She goes into church and he goes, well, I don't know my address. <laughs> I'm like, you're an what more than my name. Do you need? <laughs> I'm like, you're in eighth grade and you don't know your address. He goes, well, I know like the number I said, that doesn't, he goes, you just want me to write that. I'm all, yeah, 1847 is really going to help us out. So he didn't know any of his information. So this one's hard. If you work with middle schoolers, hopefully by high school, they'll know their information, but you want to have, here's what a good info card will include. First name, last name, gender, uh, because sometimes a name like Taylor mm. or Spencer, it's like, I don't know. Spencer and Taylor, both high school pastors. I know. Or... Those are the names of our two <laughs> high school pastors and their names could go either way. So gender and then yeah. a good phone number for them. If they don't have a cell phone, get their parents information. That's probably better anyways. Address, birthday, grade. And then if you have multiple services, have them circle the service they attended 
or if it's during your midweek program, have them write down their small group leader's name. Mm. Now, once you have all that information, you can input them into some sort of database that I'm hoping that you have, even if it's just a very simple a Word document that you keep on your own. Right. If your church is not at the size where you have a people tracking kind of software, that's okay. I would recommend just keeping your own just sort of simple files yeah. on people in alphabetical order so that you can go back and send them a mail or, or email their parent. Oh, that's the other thing. Sorry, I forgot that the email address. I like the parent email address on there, not the student email address. They never check their email, but <laughs> parent email address and parent phone number. And whether you put that in a word document, you can turn that into mailing labels, whether you put that into an Excel sheet, whether you just keep the hard copy and put it in an old fashioned filing cabinet. I don't know, but not getting people's information is a big deal because then that person sort of just dissolves into space. Getting people's information and tracking people helps us get a sense of who is coming, how many we have, who was coming and is not anymore. Mm -hmm. If you want to do things like, huh, I wonder how many eighth graders we have going up to high school for an event you're doing or a gift you're buying them or whatever. It's just good to know who who you who have you got? <laughs> I kept feeling like I was saying like behoove. That's why like, worse. No. Do you say hoofs or hooves? Behoove. No, like a hoof, a horse hoof. Hoof. <laughs> Hooves. Hoofs. Mm. Hooves. Stumped me on that one. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember what I said the other day, and someone's like, it's not who. I think I said hoofs. Hoofs. <laughs> Whatever. Been, been in California too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So get their information, figure out how to input it. And then number three, do not let them leave empty handed. So what this looks like is it can look like a lot of different things. For me, what it looks like on a Tuesday night, we have a snack shack it is wildly popular. You know me and Snack Shacks and talk about it any chance I get. Hope you're doing <laughs> one. But I send my new kids to the Snack Shack and I say, hey, it's your first night. Again, this is before program. I'm not announcing from the stage. Hello, Josh, you're right. new. Go to the Snack Shack. I just say, hey, it's your first night. Let me treat you to something from the Snack Shack. You know, the Snack Shack manager guy already knows. And I say, go pick out any one thing, anything you want. And they're like, some kids are like, um, no, thank you. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but most kids are like, yay, thanks, yeah. you know, or leaving empty handed. Um, something you might want to hand them is a flyer for your upcoming event. So sometimes I could tell kids are ready to jump in with both feet. And so I'll hand them our winter camp flyer or our all nighter flyer. Another thing is I'll hand them our seasonal calendar. So our spring calendar just came out. So I'll usually give it to them and I'll say, Sly, Sly, uh, I'll say <laughs> hoofs, <laughs> hoofs. final answer. Hoofs. <laughs> I'll say, give this to your mom, all my information's on there. So that's the cool thing about my calendar and my flyers that you want to make sure you're always publishing your information on those. Mm. So don't just say all nighter 6 PM to 8 AM on April 24th. Like, okay, what if I have a question? Yeah. What if I like need to arrive late or early or whatever? So over communicate always, always put questions, contact, 
Kristen Lascola, middle school pastor, phone number, email. And then you can even include like a website if you have one for registration and stuff like that. So always make sure you're including that information because when I hand that new kid, my spring calendar on the back of it, it has my email, my phone number, my cell phone number, uh, our social media handles, our website, everything. So now I've just pushed information to them and I've pushed contact information to them. And it's so great because now they have a way to get a hold of me. And because I have the info card, I have a way to get a hold of them. Do you usually give that to them at the beginning, like right when you meet them or you catch them before they leave? I try to do it at the end because then it will become a paper airplane totally. or it'll become or just put down wherever yeah. they are. So norm, if I, if I can swing it like on the way out, I'll just be like, Whoa, wait, before you leave here, you know, give us to your mom. It, it shows you everything we're doing. Best case scenario. This is what I love is when a parent brings them to the classroom yeah. and they're like, Oh, are you the junior high pastor? Yeah. And then we get them all settled and say, Hey, here's what we have going on for the next couple of months. My info is on the back. If you want to reach out. So that's the best case scenario to hand it directly to the parent, but Cause they like making paper airplanes too. Parents, for yeah. sure. So, yeah. <laughs> or just like putting in the recycling bin. Um, okay, so that was number three. Number four, mistake to do with a volunteer. Or why do I keep saying volunteer? <laughs> uh, new student. There we go. Is not reaching out. So mm. this follows point three pretty well. You have their information. Now, you may or may not see the again right away. Hopefully you do. Hopefully they come back the next week or come to your midweek program after mm. a weekend or something like that. But you want to reach out. So I have these little postcards printed up that have our ministry logo on it. There's not a whole lot of space to write, just enough to say, hey, Josh, thank you so much for visiting us on Sunday. It was so great to have you a part of our service. We hope to get to know you a little better. Hope you had a great time. Love Kristen and the chaos team. And then we put put that in the mail and the kid gets it and feels like, whoa, they thought of me. Mm -hmm. And it's just one more touch point, one more point of contact. And again, I've said this before, nobody gets mail anymore, like good mail anyways. And so it is kind of exciting, you know, yeah. to get that from us. Um, and that's another reason I like doing Christmas cards too from our ministry because it's like if you hadn't seen people in a while, it's one more like, oh yeah, <laughs> like chaos, I miss them. Yeah. I hope they say that. But anyways, <laughs> so you want to follow up, you want to reach out. And then if I have the parents' information, sometimes I will send them an email and be like, hey, it was so great to have your son or daughter with us on Tuesday. I hope they had a good time. Let me know if you have any questions or if you know, you want to follow up in any mm -hmm. way. So that's a huge win if you reach out to a parent on behalf of their child. So either one is a good option or both. And then number five, a big mistake is not connecting a new student with other students. Mm. So what I love to do is this is where a student leadership team comes in really handy is when you have a few of your student leadership kids at a service and a new guy or girl walks in first, I meet them, greet them, get to know them. And then I kind of let them go. I'm not like going to attach at the hip. I'm going to kind of let them go and explore, but I watch them and then I'll go up to a student leader and I'll be like, Hey, Elsie, you see that girl in the pink hat? She's brand new. This is her first time. 
her parents are really hoping she enjoys church because they're church shopping and, you know, every parent wants their kid to love church. Do you think you can help her love church today? And she'll be like, totally. And I'll be like, okay, so you're going to invite her to sit with you. You're going to ask her about herself, get to know her. And I always coach them. Like there can be an awkward moment or two, but I know you're mature enough to push through those. They're junior high. It's all awkward. It's all awkward. Right. But they always get a little weird, like, (laughs) but then like you have like those confident kids that will be like, okay. But then I'll have some of my student leadership kids say, yeah. And then they like go and play like four square. I'm like, no, like go and talk to this kid. So the student leadership team is just such a perfect like bridge between us and students because Mm -hmm. a student wants other students to accept and acknowledge them. And I always tell my student leaders, like if I see that kid by themselves tonight, or if I see that kid not on your team tonight, I'm not, I'm going to be pretty disappointed, you know? And, and the cool thing is because you're closer to student leaders, you have that relationship with them and you can ask a little more of them and Mm -hmm. you can challenge them because that's what they signed up for. They signed up to be challenged, discipled and grown. And this is a really good way to like, put that into action is you need to love these new people. It's easy for me, you know, they're expecting it from me, but they need to have it from students. So always make sure you connect them with another student. And I try to be discreet about it, you know, right. Sometimes I'll just flat out introduce them like, hi, like, Ava, this is Elsie. Elsie, this is Ava. She's in seventh grade too. You breathe air, she breathes air. You guys have so much in common. <laughs> now get out of here. Uh, pretty much. So <laughs> so no hazing. Is that like not a frowned upon thing I feel thing like I anymore? used to haze them by asking them to introduce <laughs> themselves in a group full of people. Yeah, that would be the worst thing. And make a big like, ba, 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 da, 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 da. You're new. <laughs> Tell us all about you. We're going to stare at you. I mean, I would reward them with a piece of candy. I'll be like, you're new. You can have a piece of candy. But I don't think it was worth it to have to stand up in a room full of people like why did i do that i would literally make them stand up everyone would be seated on their hoofs and then (laughs) that i would say like you're new go ahead and stand up and you're just like oh my gosh what was i thinking Like, I think it's, yeah, I think a lot of people do that. And and you have to put yourself in that position. It's like, no one would want that. Nobody. Occasionally those weird wild kids might, but most, most normal people would not want that. I'm a fairly confident person and I would hate that. Oh, totally. Being in a new environment for sure. You're just such a spectacle. Yeah. You know, anyways. So those are five. Yeah. Make sure you don't do them. Make sure you guys also check out our video about how to get that new student to go from brand new to student leadership and being really plugged into your ministry. We'll go ahead and link that in the description below. But right now, it is time for the question of the day. This is the one we didn't get to last week, which was kind of um, a, a funny one. But, well, it can be funny, I should say. What is a product that you're like really particular about? It feels weird to call water a product, <laughs> but I guess it is when it's branded. I'm weird about water. There's a lot of water I hate. And there's a few waters I love. And I can tell immediately if it's from the tap. That is the worst. <laughs> and it's disgusting. When we first got married, Jeff, I like would watch him turn the sink on and put his And cup. just put just put my head under oh, it. And um 
he's like, you can't even tell the difference. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I can. I ate my words on that. And then he put a little cup of tap water in the fridge to get it cold. So yeah. I couldn't tell. No, we did tap water, bottled water, bottled water, and filtered water from the fridge. Yes. And I could tell that I nailed it. Yeah. You got every single one right. I couldn't um, believe it. Yeah. So like Aquafina is the most horrible bottled water. I don't know if they still make Dasani <laughs> or like Deja Blue. Those were disgusting. So tap water is horrifying. But for <laughs> bottled water, I think for cheap brand, Arrowhead is pretty good. Okay. And then the expensive brands like Fiji, Fiji. or Evian, I think are good. The point is I want it to taste like nothing. But then if it's <laughs> cheap water, you, you can tell because they put all those minerals in them. It's bitter. Yeah. It makes me feel sick. And tap water just tastes fishy Some people old. don't even have tap water. I used to have a neighbor that drank out of the hose. As an adult, she loved it. She's like, oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> Brings that. back memory. Hose water. Brings back like, dysentery. Oh, so yeah, I'm very particular about my water. Okay. I actually, since we didn't do this last week, I've probably thought of like 15 things that I could add, but I'm just going to go with this one. I'm really particular about cups or glasses. Yes, you are. And like the, the shape and like how thick the rim is, like it's really <laughs> weird, but like coffee mugs or like, you know, drinking glasses, like, I mean, I'll drink out of whatever. It's not like I'm, I'm I won't even drink that, but if I have my choice, I have very specific taste on the matter. Yeah. And that's something I don't even notice. But... I don't, I don't notice the taste of water. Wow. I mean, maybe a little bit now that I've, now that I'm off tap water Ugh. and on animal filtered. <laughs> so gross. Hey, let's do a community comment of the day if I can get my phone out here. All right. This comes from Amanda O'Neill and she says, Great ideas. Thank you so much for doing this. May God bless you for sharing your time and putting in so much effort. Really appreciate it. Well, Amanda, we really appreciate you watching and listening to this podcast. So sweet. For those of you watching on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment below and list your product that you're like, like a weird one. That's make them kind of fun, but that you're really (laughs) particular about. And if you guys are listening on a podcast, just think of yours, but also please leave a, a review and rate the show wherever you are listening on a podcast. Just it's, think of it. <laughs> while you're running or walking or driving. And then comment to us that you're thinking of yeah. it. Don't say what it is. Just Let us say guess. thinking of it. <laughs> well, hey, you guys, thank you so much. And we will see you next, next time. time.